0: Alan McCarthy, who's the barn owl expert with Birdwatch Ireland, based in Cork, was out with Jim the other day and they were chatting about barn owls. Shall we have a listen, Jim? Absolutely, Derek. So they used to breed historically. Uh, The last confirmed breeding of short-eared owls in Ireland would have been in the 1980s. Um, But since then, there have been possible records of breeding but nothing confirmed. The short-eared owl now is mostly a winter visitor to Ireland and um, they mostly occur in coastal areas from late autumn through to early spring um, so this winter uh, we're actually seeing an exceptional Um, influx of short-eared owls from uh, their more northerly breeding grounds in the UK mostly in Scotland and Scandinavia as well and continental Europe so normally in a normal year we might get maybe one or two individuals scattered fairly loosely along the coast Uh, but this winter we're seeing um, short-eared owls turn up very much Pretty much along every location along the coast, and in some cases, they're turning up in multiples. So in East Cork, there's one area where there's over four short-eared owls uh, have been recorded. Um, so they're they're very much kind of in large numbers this winter. We don't really know the reason for this at the moment. Like it's most likely to do with uh, the breeding season that they had. They probably had a very good breeding season on their breeding grounds. So there's a lot of birds now that are coming over and it's also possible that it's to do with weather conditions so like typically in colder winters you tend to get these sorts of species moving further west into warmer areas so they typically move further west into ireland
1: well i think now we'll get on to the barn owls Um good. they're iconic <laughs> every kid in school hears about the barn owl There's stories about barn owls how wise old owl and all those sorts of things but you've been putting your finger on the pulse of the health of the population of owls here in Ireland, and in particular in the southwest. Could you just give us a kind of an idea of, of how they're doing? Because we've heard so much about rat poison causing the numbers to, to decline, and that for a while it was like we, we thought we were going to lose them all. Is that still the case?
0: Going back, looking back in, over the kind of history of the owl population, specifically in Cork, So back in the late 1960s, the first bird atlas um, occurred. So the first bird atlas was from 1968 to 1972. And that survey showed that barn owls were relatively widespread in Cork. There was a second bird atlas then around 20 years later in the late 1980s. And that atlas showed that there was a significant decline in numbers over that 20-year period. Cut to around 20 years later when there was the third birth atlas, which was 2007-2011, and there had been a bit of an increase, but not a substantial increase in numbers. So overall, between the late 1960s and around 2012, there was an approximately 39% decline in barn owl numbers nationwide. That's in terms of breeding range. Um, So that significant decline led to them being included on the red list of birds of conservation concern. Um, so they're still on that list now, but since sort of the third bird atlas between 2007 and eleven, we hadn't really done a complete survey of the barn owl population in Cork, so we weren't really sure how the population was doing. Um, there was evidence that the population had been increasing over the last few years, but it was, it was high time that we did a full population census in Cork. So this summer we decided to uh, undertake a full county survey of barn owls in the county. So the survey was uh, very kindly supported by Cork County Council and the National Parks and Wildlife Service. We surveyed over 400 sites in total. um, So we identified potentially suitable ruined structures, such as derelict castles and derelict houses, which would be fairly typical for barn owls to nest in and then we went out between May to July and we searched for signs of Barnot occupancy. We also surveyed sites that we had uh, surveyed previously where we had both uh, found signs of Barnall activity and where we hadn't found any signs, but the sites were suitable. So that survey it included a lot of field work. Um, there was a lot of sites to cover. Cork is the best county Four barn owls, of, of course. course. There was there was a lot of work to do. Um, thankfully, what we found though was that the population is certainly increasing in the county. Um, in total, we found 143 sites that were occupied by barn owls. Um, of those 143 sites, 114 of them were nest sites. Well,
1: wow. can I ask you a question? You mentioned about looking for signs.
0: Yeah. It sounds
1: like a detective. Uh, it, it really investigation. It is. So, Can you describe what you would do and what sort of signs you're looking for?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, well, just to set an example, so we're stood in a derelict old house here at the moment on Harper's Island. Um, So... Typically, when owls occupy a site like this, um, they'd very often leave signs behind. So these signs uh, mostly include pellets. So pellets are the regurgitated fur and bones of the small mammal prey that they eat. Um, so owls they mostly feed on small mammals. You're talking rats, mice, shrews, voles. Um, so they eat them whole down the hatch in one. And then anything that they can't digest, which is the fur and the bone, they regurgitate it as a pellet.
1: Sorry for interrupting. No, no. How do they separate out the bits they're going to eat from the bits they're going to cough up?
0: It's all done in their digestive system. They are able to kind of digest the meat of the small mammal prey and whatever stomach acids they have it just doesn't digest the fur and the bone so that's just left behind and it comes out as a pellet then I see typically owls would regurgitate around two pellets every 24 hours so if they're using a building you'll very often find those pellets within the building um, so you're kind of looking down mostly looking for pellets on the ground and quite often as well owls will molt feathers during the breeding season so again if you find a owl feather at an old building then that's a very good sign that barn owls are using it. So, then typically, once we had found signs of barn owl activity, either in the form of pellets or molted feathers, then we'd go back at night and we'd listen out for chicks. So, we say that chicks have a snoring call. So, the snoring call isn't actually them snoring as we would, it's them begging for food. The begging call. Apparently, it sounds like an old man snoring. Um, it kind of does, in fairness. But um, normally, when you tell someone that you're just serving barn owl chicks and listening for them snoring, they kind of give you a funny look. <laughs> unsurprisingly.
1: And, and if I wanted to build an s box or get an s box or get involved, what's the best thing to do?
0: So the best thing to do is to go to the Birdwatch Ireland website. Um, and our youtube channel as well so on youtube we have a video um, all about Barnell nest boxes It goes through in detail how to make the barn on nest boxes, both uh, nest boxes for barns and also those for trees. Um, And we also show how to install them safely as well. Um, And through that video in the description, we have a few guidance documents. um, And on the Cork Birdwatch uh, website as well, we have a guidance document about how to make the barn on nest boxes. If you need any help, then contact Birdwatch Ireland and we'd be more than happy to uh, give advice as to where to install boxes and we can direct you to any local groups as well that are initiating or starting Barn on box
1: projects. Alan, thank you very, very much indeed. No problem. Hope you have a great Christmas and I thank hope you. you have an incredibly successful 2024. Thanks very Thanks much, very Jim. very much indeed.